Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. Today, we want to talk about interrupting. interrupting. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> You're such a dork. I'm sorry. It was too. It was interrupting, and so I was trying to I, I get, interrupt I get, you. I get the <laughs> it was joke. So, hey, it made you laugh. That was good. <laughs> so, as I was saying, mm-hmm. uh, we are going to talk about interrupting. Okay. Yes, we will. Is there something you want to say about that? No. See, I'm trying not to interrupt now because this is the important topic. That this we is are. this <laughs> is an important topic. I think there are a lot of couples that would do well. Mm-hmm. To pause and think about, you know, where and how often they interrupt. I wonder how many spouses right now are thinking, I hope my spouse listens to this. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those yeah. topics that we can be kind of blind to it and totally unaware that we do it. It can be a pattern that you just fall into and then you're not even aware. It can even be a family thing, like, we interrupt in our family growing up or whatever. I mean, it's just like, it's part of the way we talk. We're just jumping in. You know, we're just always jumping in at each other. It's not the way all of us talk. No, no, it's but not. But it's the way some of us talk. Yes, that's it's, true. So that's true. And um, so we want to identify first why this is a big problem. Mm-hmm. It's not just a communication problem. I think there's more going on yes. than just like... That makes it hard to have a conversation that is ever completed. Right. Uh, So first, what are the problems with it? And then we want to pose some quick solutions before we get to kind of a second element of this as it relates to kids. Yeah. Yeah. So Bethany, why is interrupting a problem? It's annoying. (laughs) Well, no, it's, it's, it makes the conversation hard to follow. It makes what's going on, whatever the discussion is about jump around and maybe not be completed, right? Somebody who's talking, if they're interrupted, they don't get a chance to complete their thoughts or maybe they had more to say. I think of this because I sometimes I do this to you. I You pause and I'll be like, yeah, because, and I will fill in your sentence and you're like, no. <laughs> like, that's, that's not, not what it. I was saying. That's not what I was going to say, but I'm like already jumping ahead. I'm not allowing you to express yourself or to finish your thought. It's like I'm taking over. And so I think that would be frustrating, annoying. That also is just confusing to what's actually being communicated. Yeah. So that's kind of one level of mm-hmm. this. So we, we should deal with it just because of that alone. But as I alluded to, I, I think there's a deeper problem going on here yeah. more often than not when right. we interrupt. And it says something about our heart. It says something about our care, our love for the person that we're talking to. Mm-hmm. If, if we don't care to hear what they have to say or to let them finish, but we want to insert what we think and what mm-hmm. we have to say on top of it, then what we're saying there with our words and actions is what I have to say is more important than what you have to say. For sure. Yeah. So that's a problem. It's like we're being extra careful to not uh, say things at the same I time. I know. <laughs> I'm like, is he done? Is it my turn? Go ahead. You may speak. <laughs> no, it's true. It. I think that's like the the issue that you can come back to when I've worked on this in my life, when it's been pointed out, is I, I am coming, what I'm saying here, even though I'm saying different words, the general vibe I'm communicating to whoever I'm interrupting is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares what you have to say? It's my turn. This is what I need to say. This is more important than what you've got going. So 
stop talking or, oh, wait, you're still talking. I'm going to just cut you off so that I can go. You know, me. It's really a me focus thing. That's right. Yeah. I don't care about what you're saying. <laughs> right? Gee. Yeah. No. I, I don't want to hear what you have to say. I want to say what I want to say. Yeah. So I'm going to insert it. Yeah. I think there could also be a, a reason that you would interrupt and in saying, oh, I know what you're going to say. I already have it figured out. I know you so well. That's kind of what I was alluding to earlier. Yeah. So it still comes back to you being in charge, the interrupter being the one who is kind of all knowing here. It's just like, let me say it. I know this is really where you're going. And that can be dangerous too. I think especially through spouses, so much of what we need to do is really listen and hear what our spouse is saying, what they're trying to communicate, even through difficult things or if there's a lot of emotions involved. If the other person just steps in and like, let me finish your sentence, I've, I know what you're trying to say, then you might be just jumping to conclusions without hearing all the facts or all the information. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's another problem. Yeah, right. that's right. So there's a couple problems with it, and we probably don't need to convince you that yeah. it's a problem. <laughs> we, we know it's a problem. It's, mm -hmm. it's ugly. You know, when you see it, when you're a part of it, it's, you know, it's frustrating, as you said, and there are some hard issues behind it probably. So this, this is something worth addressing. Yes. And so how do you go about doing that? So let's pose just a couple solutions mm -hmm. to this problem that, that people can apply within their relationships and their marriages. Um, and let's start with just some personal history some uh, personal experience here because we've already mentioned a couple Alluded times of yeah. like things that we've done to work through this. Yeah. Because this is an area where we have spent some focused effort. Yeah. And seen some growth. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think it's kind of for, well, if people didn't know, if they were guessing who would be the more likely person to interrupt, then da -da -da, it's me. <laughs> the person who interrupted at the beginning of our episode. Today. Hey, I was being hilarious. Yeah, that okay. That was really funny. But yeah, it's true. I I have the tendency to talk quickly, to talk a lot. We've talked about that before. But then also, I I do think there have been times in my life where interrupting has been a problem. And without me even really realizing it, like I wouldn't, if somebody had asked me during that time period, hey, do you interrupt? I kind of would have been like, no, not really, you know? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until you kind of pointed it out. I helped you realize you it. You did, <laughs> which is, we need our spouses for that. We may not like it, but we need yeah. our spouses for that to lovingly come alongside one another and say, I see this. I don't think it's good or I don't think it's best or I think it's sin even. And this was wrapped into other issues with, I don't know me talking too much, you know, kind of the whole package, but you were really good at keeping me accountable to it, talking to me about it, <laughs> it you know, like assessments after the fact, <laughs> but I would, I welcome that. I would say, what did you think? How did I do? You know, like give me a grade. <laughs> you didn't actually grade me. No, but. no. No, I mean, and you, you would, you would say like, oh, I, that was, I thought that was a really good <laughs> night. I, I, I heard that you've talked at all, or I didn't interrupt at all, and yep. and I was there to be able to, you know, maybe mention a couple instances where it may <laughs> or may not have happened. Which is always shocking to me. So but yeah, you, you know, the, the the point that we're getting at here is having someone who loves you, yes, who keeps you accountable, yes. and who evaluates with you. How did, how did you do, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, but I, I want to even back up to, before we pass over our experience yeah. here, and just to highlight the fact that I brought this up 
And mm-hmm. I said, hey, it seems like there's some interrupting going on. Right. I think this is a problem. Um, yeah. And you received that. Like you you didn't um, <laughs> shut that down. You, <laughs> fight you. You didn't fight didn't, me on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So th- there really was a reception and a, a welcoming of a, uh, a rebuke or a pointing of out yeah. of an issue. And right. So I think that's an important thing here because some couples, they might just, you know, this thing might get shot down before it even gets off the ground. Yeah. Where one cup, one person brings it up and says, hey, you know, did you listen to this episode? I think you interrupt <laughs> a lot. Maybe you should stop. And the spouse gets mad. Yeah. They're so just done. They just won't hear it. You yeah. have to be receptive enough to hear this if your spouse points it out. Yeah. So be willing to and have you know, someone point it out. I mean, I when you said it, it was kind of, it, that conviction was there of like, ooh, I know he's right. And so I think that coupled with you wanting to really help me grow in this area was like that this is this is the fuel and the catalyst for why the change occurred. And I think that that's helpful if you can see in your own life you're an interrupter. This is your tendency. It's like you need that person to link arms with you and maybe give a little tough love here and there to help you get past the natural I mean it was just a what's that word? A habit. I was going to say habitat. <laughs> it's a habit that you just fall into and you you know may not even be aware of. That's right. Okay. So another thing to implement in in like working on this right. is not only get accountability but uh, learn th- better the art of listening. <laughs> Stop interrupting so much. Um, no, seriously, you have to learn how to listen. Mm-hmm. And part of that, you know, James in chapter one, he's talking mostly in the context of trials, but uh, he says here, uh, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. And there's just some helpful wisdom built into this verse that says, be slow to speak. Mm -hmm. So be quick to hear and then be slow to speak. And I think that is a verse that you ought to memorize if you're working on interrupting. Just be a person who is working on listening fully and then not immediately or quickly responding and speaking with with your words. So yeah. there's just some good wisdom here in James chapter one. <clears throat> and some people process more than others, right? They maybe are natural processors, but more, you know, slowly processing through what they're hearing and other people jump right away in, you know, but I think there's a, a lot of wisdom in really thinking through what you're hearing the person say before you just respond with your initial thoughts. Um, and, and I think part of that goes on just in your brain. Okay. This is obviously it goes on in your brain, but as you're listening to someone, not having that side conversation or, Oh, I need to say this next, or I'm, this is what I want to say about that. Or, Oh, I have a good story about what she's talking about. And that kind of inner dialogue that we can have in our own minds that will help us to be slow to speak. I realized that part of the reason I interrupted is because I was having this inner dialogue with myself about what I wanted to say rather than listening to what the person was saying. And so I think that you can even step back and think, maybe just even in my own mind, I need to stop it there. Okay, stop stop talking to yourself about what you're going to say and listen to what this person is going to say. That makes sense. It does make sense. I think that's just good listening. Yeah. is It, it requires discipline. Mm-hmm. You can't just let your mind run wild. Totally. And you can't just say whatever you want to say right. whenever you want to say it. Right. So 
it requires you to be a disciplined person to listen well Mm -hmm. and then to respond when it's appropriate to respond. So I think discipline's a key. And then love, care, concern for the person that you're in communication with is also a key ingredient here because I really want to hear what you have to say. I really value what you're saying and I want to make sure I understand what you mean. So I need to let you finish and I need to look at you and I need to pay attention. I need to not you know, come up with my next five statements right. in response while I'm pretending to listen. And those are just some principles of good communication. Yeah. I think another solution is to, like you alluded to, memorize scripture about it. I know I memorized a few proverbs about words, speaking, listening, all of that. And then along with that, have that be an active part of your prayer life. If you're convicted about you know, this or anything, this should be something that's a focus of your prayer life for the next uh, week, two weeks, a month. You know, it cycles through your prayer journal because you see it as something that you're committed to and you're going to the Lord, who's the one who's going to equip you to change. As you have that relationship with him, the Holy Spirit is going to be the one who does that change in your life as you're also working towards it. So you need to make sure you're talking to God about that, confessing when you fail, asking for strength, to be a better listener or to stop talking or to have discipline, all of that. That's right. And then there's one more suggestion here, mm-hmm. and, and that is to, if we're talking about, you know, communication within a marriage and not inter- allowing for interruption to happen within a marriage between husband and wife, yeah. then we should also not let our kids Oof. interrupt our discussion. Oof. So the final thing here we're suggesting is don't enable children to be interrupters between you. Yes. And this this is maybe this needs to be an episode all by itself because we're nearing the end, but th- okay. let's just say a couple things about this. Yeah. This is a big topic. Oh. It's it's bad. Okay, it's so bad because if you are talking if I'm talking to you and the kids come up and mom mom mom. I mean they always have needs. The needs are endless, right? Sure. Right. And and I stop you. It's like I put my hand up to you, husband, my first priority, my first love, and I say, you know what? Stop talking. I need to deal with this little kid. It's just, it shifts. It shows you. I think it just communicates to you, like, I, I'm not as important as this guy who needs a water or uh, my wrist hurts or yeah. can I watch a show? I mean, whatever the thing is, I have just communicated a big thing to you that you don't matter as much as the kid's little needs. And in fact, stop talking or I'll interrupt. Oh, hold, hold on, hold on. Ugh, because they're just walking up and they're just talking and you turn and you give them your attention, you know, even the body language, right? Uh, turning my shoulders away from my husband who's talking to me and giving it, you know, facing down my little one. I think that that's a problem. I'm I, fired up I think about you, it. Yeah, you, you've, you've thought about this before. <gasps> it's because I was allowing it. And I'm not saying I don't perfectly allow it now, mm-hmm. but... Oh, so we're identifying here. It sends a very similar message yes. to interrupting your spouse. Right. It doesn't matter what you're saying. What I so before it was what I have to say is more important than what you have to say. That translates when you let a kid interrupt yes. to what they have to say or their need is more important than what you have to say. Right. So just disregard, time out. You stop yes. and let me put out this little fire that's not actually a fire. It's like not even a big deal. And it also teaches your kids that that if they have a need, they should just shout it out to whoever's listening. They should just get it filled right then. They should interrupt to do it. They should scream to do it. I mean, I don't know. They should just get someone's attention because 
it allows them to be really self-centered because they have a problem, an issue. Sure, interrupt to do it. Why not? I mean, you'll get what you need. You're important. I mean, that's that's what they start to think. Like, oh, I need to have it figured out right now. Of course, mom and dad want to stop their conversation. Um, and they naturally fall into that, right? Like they are self-focused, self-centered. It's Their world's about right. them. So it's really hard when we look at them and say, no, you're interrupting, not right now. I mean, it's like, what? <laughs> but it's mm-hmm. so good to make them wait. That's what they need. They because do. otherwise we are enabling them to exercise their selfishness. For sure. And to live that out. For so sure. We should be people who are shutting that down, mm-hmm. not enabling it, and teaching them to yes. be patient yes. and to wait. Yes. So I know we've done a couple different tactics through the years mm-hmm. to teach our kids to not interrupt. Yes. Um, we're still hoping that that message gets through to them. <laughs> <laughs> still working. Um, but it but we've seen growth with some. And, you know, one of the things that our kids do regularly now is they'll come up and put a hand on your hand or on your arm. Yes. And that's like they're in line. Yes. <laughs> and it's so good because I will cover their hand with my hand. Like, I see you. I know you're there, but you have to wait. And even if they start bouncing or <sighs> you can feel them getting really impatient, you can kind of rub the hand like, yes, yes, calm down. I'm coming, but you have to wait. I think that's super important. It just gives them a tactile way to figure out mom knows I'm here. She'll get to me when she can. But And then we talk about it. This, If you interrupt me, I'm talking to this woman. You know, she's more important right now. She's having a conversation. She's an adult. Like, we, we go through all of that. Yeah. But then also we've done the finger up in the air, you know. They walk up and they just put the finger up. Like, ah. Right. And it's just kind of like, hey, I got a question here. Almost like they're raising their hand. Yep. And that's kind of when they were more like afar. And that's helpful too, because I can see that and I like will smile at them like, yeah, I see you, but hey, you got to wait. Yeah. Well, th- it's a big learning curve for kids. Yes. And, but it's also a big learning curve for parents because <sighs> totally. I think a lot of parents are accustomed to just meeting their kids' needs immediately. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're saying that. That's not right. Right. Uh, you should actually teach them to wait, which is going to require you to reorient in, in your mind and your heart the priorities a little bit. Yeah. So let's move up on the priority list. Eye contact, focus, conversation with spouse. Yes. And put a, a kid's need for another cracker down way below yeah. that. Right. Right. And, you know, you can make it fun, these training things. Yeah, I just say, like, we'll do it at home sometimes, and I'll let the kids interrupt me while I'm talking to a different kid. Oh, that, see how rude, you know, we talk about that. And then now I'll walk up and they laugh when we're talking about whatever we want to talk about. So it's like we practice that at home and on the drive somewhere. I often will say, remember, if you, I'm meeting with so and so, or we're having this people over for dinner, whatever, just as a reminder, a heads up, if you have something to say, do you interrupt? No. What do you do? And they can all kind of tell me what they're supposed to do. And that's helpful too, reinforcing. Yeah. The dinner table is also a really good place to practice. For sure. Because that's where we actually want this to happen in real life, not just in practice. Yes. So let's practice it at the dinner table until it becomes reality. Yes. Yeah. Well, I hope this is helpful and uh, that you can not interrupt. So you can tell we don't like it. <laughs> Well, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. See ya.